Hello, welcome to Coach Dennis Anti-Aging Podcast, episode number one. I'm going to start sharing information on the topic of anti-aging. The approach I choose to explore this topic with everyone is to answer the following three questions. Question number one, what is aging? That is, what's the definition of aging? Question number two, why does human body age? Question number three, how to slow down the process of aging? Okay, let's get started. All of us will start experiencing different types of health issues. No one can escape that. It's just a matter of time with different degrees of uh, severity. The goal of medical science overall is to help people reduce, alleviate, or postpone such issues. All such issues together, in a macro view, are called diseases. As we age, we experience different issues or diseases, either physiologically, neurologically, or psychologically. That is the process of aging. All of us will go through this process. However, in a micro view, the process may differ significantly between different individuals, especially toward the end point. There are two types of diseases, acute diseases and chronic diseases. Examples of acute diseases include influenza, respiratory infections, bronchitis, acute pneumonia, enterovirus infections, etc. Examples of chronic diseases include gastroesophageal reflux, arthritis, eczema, asthma, multiple sclerosis, diabetes, cardiovascular disease, some depressions, various types of dementia, and all cancers. One major difference between the two is that while most acute diseases are caused by risk factors we can't really control, those for chronic diseases are mostly avoidable or can be significantly delayed and up to our control if you are informed enough and take actions in time. Why do I specifically differentiate between acute diseases and chronic diseases? Because in the domain of anti-aging, all means and objectives are toward the prevention, delaying, alleviating, even reversing and curing all types of chronic diseases. For acute diseases and even accidental death, such as uh, car accidents, we have little control over. Hence, it's not in the domain of anti-aging medicine as a science and practice. So, if your goal is to extend your lifespan and live to be a centenarian, in addition to acquiring knowledge in and uh, regimens for anti-aging, you must at the same time make sure you stay away from all acute diseases. That may sound like a bad news. The good news is conventional Western medicine is quite effective in treating 
and curing acute diseases. Most medicines are developed with a specific target to cure or at least quickly alleviate some acute diseases. That said, there's another bad news. When it comes to treating chronic diseases, efficacy of most conventional medicine has been disappointing in recent decades. That is a fact globally. Such a statement may sound politically sensitive, so I'm not going to elaborate further for now. I do want to point out one thing, though. In the past few decades, the overall health of global population, especially in developed countries, has been declining to a degree that several of the richest countries are now facing an unprecedented crisis of their national healthcare system going bankrupt in 20 to 30 years. The root cause? The number of people getting chronic diseases and the medical cost to treat chronically sick people has been growing nonstop in the past 20 to 30 years. Beware, the culprits here are not acute diseases. They are mainly chronic diseases, which, as I said earlier, is not an area that conventional medicine, which is still the mainstream medicine globally today, is good at. Bad news, huh? There's silver lining inside, though. Otherwise, I wouldn't be here talking to you. Welcome to functional medicine. Functional medicine has been proved to be highly effective in treating and even preventing chronic diseases. As an antidote of N equal 1, in the past 13 years, I have been healthy, never got sick, except occasional minor cold symptoms that never uh, lasted more than two days, and usually only once every one or two years. And here is the key point. For 13 years, I have never taken any prescription drugs, which is the hallmark of conventional Western medicine, as we all know. That said, functional medicine as a science and practice is still recent compared to conventional medicine. So it's not quite popular yet, mainly due to non-scientific reasons, or should I say political reasons. Comparing functional medicine with conventional medicine is a sensitive topic. It may not sound like a topic for anti-aging, yet it's relevant enough for two reasons. Reason one, functional medicine is one of the foundational pillars of the science and practice of anti-aging. Reason two, as I will discuss in a future podcast, the capability and mindset for information curation is a critical success factors in pursuing anti-aging and one of the key areas of information to curate is to differentiate between functional medicine and conventional medicine. Note that I did not say to choose between the two. The two have different approaches and are suited in different situations. Both have their roles in medicine. Now, back to our main theme today. What is aging? Aging is the process of getting one or multiple chronic diseases. One thing about aging that most people are not aware of is 
Although most people discover or are diagnosed with some sort of uh, chronic diseases in their 50s or 60s, some of their body's functions most likely have started deteriorating years, even decades, before the diseases manifest themselves with symptoms recognizable by conventional medicine or serious enough to get the patients alerted. Early on, the symptoms might be as minor as occasional fatigue, brain fog, slower mental reaction, occasional minor joint pains, some types of minor eczema, slightly higher blood pressure, increased waistline. All these are indeed signs of aging. Ever wonder how comes you never got such annoying issues and were able to stay energetic every day in your early 20s, no matter how you abuse your body with uh, food binging, little exercise, sleep deprivation, and alcoholic partying? That's because the process of your aging has not started back then. Here is a scientific fact for everyone. For all human beings, the process of aging starts right after age 25. The same process kicks off after age 25 for everyone. The speed and conditions of aging may differ between people, partially due to genetics. But what matters more is the so-called epigenetics, which involve your diet, exercise, sleep, detox, distress, and more. All of the things you can do inside your body and in the environment around you to guide your genes to react in ways favorable to your health and longevity. Epigenetics is one of the main themes in functional medicine. It is also a pillar in the science and practice of anti-aging. If you are with me so far, you are likely intrigued by now thinking what anti-aging regimens I'm going to share in this episode. Well, I can't do that just yet. I plan to start sharing different ways to optimize your aging process in episode number three. Remember the three questions I raised at the beginning of this episode? We are still on question number one. Let me recap. Aging is the process of our biological body chronically getting different diseases. I can't emphasize enough how fundamental this statement is for understanding and optimizing aging. It sets up proper perspectives, objectives, regimens, and mindset for pursuing a graceful aging. When anti-aging is done right, you don't just live longer, but also stay away from all sorts of aging factors. You will lead a life more energetic and fulfilled than people of your age. What do I mean by aging factors? All of the causes of chronic diseases combined are what I mean by aging factors. For example, too much sugar or carb in your diet, chronically elevated blood glucose level, too much oxidation stress, not enough or poor quality sleep, too much alcohol, over intake of calories, not moving enough, namely lack of exercise, stress, 
being surrounded by too much pollution, toxins, or EMF. There are more. The ultimate goal of anti-aging, obviously, is to live longer. But more important than that is to lead a healthy life without diseases, especially in our final years, without incurring burdens to our loved ones. Anti-aging is not about extending your lifespan. It's also about your health span. We want to die young at a very old age. Before I end this episode, I would like to leave a key message to everyone. It's going to sound a bit oversimplified, yet it's one of the key takeaways from my anti-aging experience over the past 10 plus years. Here's the message. Most of what I refer to as factors of chronic diseases have to do with your quote-unquote metabolic health. What is metabolic health? In medical science, metabolism refers to the process of converting food into energy. It's a highly complicated process that has impact on every aspect of your health and performance throughout your lifetime not on a daily basis, but minute by minute. In layman's terms, a healthy metabolism is the state when your body can strike a balance between converting food into energy and accumulating it as fat. This means reducing 2% of body fat or one inch in your waistline can be the first step toward anti-aging for you regardless of your age being 60 or 26. The sooner you start it, the better, as anti-aging gets harder and more costly as you age. In our next episode, I will be sharing answers to our second question, why we age, that is, the theory of aging. I will introduce some of the basic medical terms relevant to anti-aging in plain English to establish a common language for our future discussions. If you like and see value in this episode, please subscribe to my podcast, give it a good rating, and share it with people who you think may benefit from it. I'm a new podcaster with zero affiliation with any business, and I plan to keep it non-profit for the foreseeable future. That's the best way for me to stay objective with information I share. Your subscription and recommendation is the best way to support and help me help more people. Thank you. Finally, here are some important footnotes regarding my podcast. They apply to every episode that I'm going to share on this channel. I am not a medical doctor, nor am I a licensed nutritionist. All information shared on my podcast is for the purpose of sharing learning experiences and information curation. Please do not in any way regard any information shared here as a medical diagnosis, treatment, or consultation. If you have any health issues that you need help with, please go to your doctor or a licensed nutritionist. Copyright 2022 Coach Dennis